Hey guys, welcome to episode 118 of the JV Club. I am out of town, guys, so I have to take a break from the Boys of Summer series because unfortunately I did not have enough episodes with gentlemen lined up and recorded before I left for work. So um, I'm just taking a brief break from that. We'll return to those on the following Thursday, but um, I'm really excited because this gives me a great excuse to release the live at Bridgetown Comedy Festival episode with Carrie Brownstein. So I think you'll really enjoy it. I certainly hope you will. And uh, I look forward to returning to the Boys of Summer series next week. Um, and I'm going to skip shoutouts this week because, number one, I'm recording this intro on my phone. And I want to keep the audio file small for Katie because uh, I got to text it to her. And uh, two, I'm just not caught up with everything um, because I've been working and, and sort of out and about and on the run. But uh, rest assured, I will get back to it. I have received some wonderful emails from you guys and some great tweets. And uh, I am reading those and appreciating them. And, um, and we'll... Uh, hit you back real soon. Do people say hit you back? Sure they do. You know what I'm not going to say? I'll ping you back because that just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, All right, guys, enjoy this episode and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Now entering Nerdist.com Buddy, thank you so much for for coming out to the uh, to podcast. Um, we were just saying backstage that uh, I don't, I don't, I think that whatever the opposite of incentive is, we did all of those. Like we weren't listed in the program. Uh, it's a it's a very bright, beautiful, sunny Portland day, and um, I just want to acknowledge you've all made a gross error. Because we're sitting in absolute darkness together, um, and we could... I wish that I had done this on a kayak. Um, Is it too late to do this on a kayak? Uh, But honestly, thank you so much for for coming down here, and um, uh, I hope that you'll still get a chance to celebrate Mother's Day. (laughs) Also, someone texted me today, just a friend of mine wishing me Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Which feels like, do you... Is that just something that we do? Is it like Easter or Halloween where you wish someone who's not a mother, like we're all, because, because we live on Mother Earth or, I don't know. It just felt weird. I just saw that, right, as I, and I, you guys, I don't, I don't do stand-up, so this isn't like my Mother's Day joke that I bring out every Mother's Day. Uh, I try to always have a stand-up set on Mother's Day. Um, no, but I just got, my friend Chris texted me like, Happy Mother's Day. Hope you're having a great time in Portland. And it just felt, I, I, th- I just thought like, I don't know if that's okay. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's, I think, I, I think I'm angry at him. I feel weird about it. I feel like he, he misused that, uh, that salutation. Um, I got to, uh, I got to bring out our guest because uh, I'm so excited that she's here and that we're, we're going to have the opportunity to do this. This is something that we've been tossing around for a while. And um, this is like the third time we've both been in the same city. And this time we actually saw each other. We've gotten really good at making fake plans that, uh, that don't come to fruition. Um, and uh, I think she's still here. It's possible she's left, just so that we keep up our, our uh, amazing track record. But um, why don't we find out together? Uh, Carrie, are you still here? Dun, 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 
my podcast theme song. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> You've got to start listening to the gems I spit out of the crowd before you come out. You know, I just said something about that. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Huh. Well, thanks anyway. Happy Mother's Day to you. No, it just feel weird. Happy Mother's Day, Carrie. It's scary. It's and then I bring out, like, flowers. Or a child. A child. <laughs> I mean, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. By the way, why did I get this out already as if I start with MASH? Um, uh... Did you already thank people for coming even though the show wasn't advertised and it's really sunny? Yes. <laughs> and I said that thing about the kayak. Oh, yeah, we could have done this on a kayak. But we wish that we were on a kayak. I do love kayaking, do you? No. Um, have you done it? I rented a kayak near the Willamette River, uh, and they don't tell you that you have to carry <laughs> the kayak from three or four blocks away. Kayaks are very heavy. Right. And so, I mean, I was you done. I was done exercising by the time I got to the river. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it was scary because there are motorized vehicles, <laughs> boats, <laughs> <You know what? laughs> also called also called boats. Um, Everything the, the... you just said, I first of all, th- and this is 100% true, when you just said scary, I, can't, I love how fast the human brain works because immediately the first thought I had was, well, sure, there are spiders up in there because <laughs> the, when I kayaked, the both times I've kayaked, I was like in the kayak and then from the dark recesses where my legs were tucked under, like a big old spider would come out and crawl on my legs, causing me to shriek. Yeah, I feel like a human could be living in there. A human could be. Yeah, it's I. At the very least, a spider man. (laughs) Yeah, no one should kayak. But again, I do enjoy kayaking. I don't want to fight with you over this, but that's what I thought you meant by scary. Number one, I immediately envisioned you overturn. Like, okay, I guess I got to carry this, and then just spiders raining down on you if you turned it upside down. That didn't happen to you. Then you said motorized vehicles. I assumed that you were, <laughs> for some reason, carrying the kayak on a street and not, like, on a sidewalk. And then finally I understood when you said that there were motorized boats. Can we compromise on a canoe? Yes. Okay. Aren't those super similar? What makes a canoe less scary? It's, you sit in it differently. That's the only thing, right? How do you sit in a canoe? You sort of sit. You, don't, you sit on a bench. Not... You sit on a, okay. a so park you... bench. So you... <laughs> Wow. Yep. There's a lot I don't know about canoeing. Or Portland. But you feel safer because you're closer. <laughs> That's certainly true. Yeah. This is a, I just want this to be an educational uh, Portland infotainment situation. Um, you, you enjoy sitting in a canoe because your knees are closer to your body, and that feels safer. It's scary to have your feet so far away in a kayak, unnerving. <laughs> What's going on down there? Is that it? <laughs> No, a canoe is just, it's just different. Just ergonomically, it's different. You're sitting a lot higher. Yeah. I mean, I think it's actually easier to tip in a canoe, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's a more relaxed experience. Would you agree? Yes. Is it? I've never canoed. Canoe. I've canoodled. <laughs> is that where that expression comes from? <laughs> yes, it's from people that have had sex in canoes. Oh, that seemed, that, I think we've maybe put the finger on and, why it tips for you. Yeah. And so, and. <laughs> You've been canoodling too much in these canoes. No one has had sex in a canoe. (laughs) Ever. There's no way that's true. Come on. 
Come on, Portland. Only two people. Shout out to someone having sex. Statistically, in a canoe. only two people in this room had even cheered when we said canoe. The chances, the chances of them also fornicating in a canoe. I don't even want to know. I don't know the way it's the way it's been described to me, and the fact that I find Portland to be a very sexy town wouldn't surprise me if those two had had sex with each other in the canoe. Or we'll do that later. For sure. I mean, we planted the seed. There's no question about it. Uh, what would you be doing right now if you if you were enjoying the weather? What would you be doing enjoying the Portland sunshine? Uh, Kayaking, no. I would probably be in my backyard right now, just reading, hanging out. What would you be reading, Somerset Mon? (laughs) I just took a wild guess, guys. I don't know. No, I'd maybe be reading the newspaper. Oh, the newspaper. Yeah. (laughs) Get a newsprint on your fingertips. You're making it sound horrible. (laughs) I for sure am. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, biking? No, I wouldn't yeah. be biking. That's, that's a lie. I said that because I've seen a lot of people biking today, and it seemed like the right thing to say. And you know that I, I'm a cyclist. I would just be driving right now, just <laughs> driving in a car with all... Drive, driving to a movie with theater. All my, with all my windows up and the air conditioning blasting. Great. Great, great, great. But I, this is a weird tidbit that I remember about uh, when you came to SF Sketchfest. Um, I was wearing, I was riding, I rode my bike to the Portlandia tribute and I was wearing a rain jacket and you, you were like, showers pass. I have one of those. Right? Well, didn't you fully? Yeah, the jacket? Yeah. The bra- that's a brand. It's made in Portland. Yeah. You guys should know that, but. That, I mean. I, I'm not convinced. I'm not unconvinced. Listen, I got a lot of double negatives already. To, I'm going to shell out over the course of this podcast. It's possible that that's the only reason you're doing this podcast is because you know I have good taste in rainwear. Is that, is that possible? It's very possible. That's the reason. Showers pass. That I'm not doing. That I, yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's not not the reason that you're not not doing the podcast. No, I, I don't. I did not remember you wearing a showers pass. I do remember you wearing a very cute yellow raincoat and that you biked around, which was great. I did. I biked up here. I rented a bike. And I don't even care about that stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so sweet. Do you, should we comment on this weird seating? This is weird. Like, we're not really facing each other, but we're not really facing the audience. It's like we're in an improv car. Like, we're doing an improv set. One of us, probably not me, unless we're, are we, should we be in Britain? Yes. Great Britain, or Australia, or New Zealand. That's right. Anywhere in the Commonwealth, but not Canada. Yeah, why don't Canada somehow got off scot-free? That'd be weird if all of a sudden you cross the border into Canada and you had to... <laughs> Take off your steering wheel. I don't know how cars work. <laughs> I ride a bicycle. <laughs> do a little switcheroo. Yeah, a switcheroo. That's how cars work. Oh my gosh! Or if you, when you do take driving lessons, often the um, driving instructor also oh, has yes. pedals on their side. I took driving lessons. Did you? Of course. Does everyone do that? What do you Wait, mean? Hold on. Oh, we almost that almost worked out to where it felt like the bride and the groom side, where like. <laughs> All of these people were like, what? And everyone over here was like, well, yes, it's, that's the legal way to learn how to drive. Um, oh, are you moving? You can, I just okay. thought I would, right? Fine. I want to be, I need to be further away from How you. are you going to reach that bloody marriage? I just felt like it was borderline, like I almost wanted to pretend like, again, all, just improv, but put my arm around yeah, you. Yeah, no, this is like safer. yawn and put my arm around you. Okay. Um, and then this also was weird because why is this in front of us? I'll tell you what. I think, oh, this is, I think this is what should happen. Can you still see us? Yeah. Enthusiasm. Occasion. Oh, just reminding the listener that they can't see us 
right? You were just rubbing it in. Um, what was I saying? You wanted to put your what arm around me. What was I saying? Yeah, you said a lot already. Driving. Driving. Yes. In- you can learn how to drive and get your driver's permit and stuff without necessarily signing up for an actual like driver with a Yeah, you just have to take the test, wheel, right? You just yeah. have to take a test, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're all we're okay. Mm. We're okay. What? She taught me. See? Happy Mother's Day. It fits. It fits. Right? Yeah, no, it's a come full circle. Oh, you are? Did you drive up here? In a car that has two steering wheels? Hoping. Um, I wonder if anyone just drives one of those, like, for fun. I guess like, if you which really... side do I want to drive today? How do I feel? No, no, no. I think if you are a driving instructor, you don't also have a steering wheel. You That's... don't? No, no, no. You just have brakes. You and... just have an, a brake. And oh. Yeah. Because I did take lessons with, with a driver, but I, for some reason I thought that it was like a mirror image. They have that at Disneyland where there's two wheels. They do? Yeah. But that's not, that's not where you can take a driver. Autopia? Driving. Yes. But you, you didn't learn to drive there though, right? I learned, to drive, <laughs> I learned to drive on the people mover. There's no steering wheel at all. In fact, it's on a track. God, I miss the people mover, you guys. Who's with me? People mover? Any people mover fans? People Mover would be a good name for a band. Any chance that's a band name? Very good chance. Any chance? You've been in like eight to nine bands. Or less. Maybe your next, one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your next band could be called The People Mover. That's, oh yeah, People Mover. The People's, M- the people's M- Mover. M-U-V-R. Yeah. yeah. Get tricky. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. <laughs> Gosh, that newspaper in my backyard is sounding super good. <laughs> I, do you read the newspaper? Do you read the, like, do you get the, listen, do you get a, the Portland newspaper? Do you get, like, the Sunday New York Times? I don't Times? know if Portland has a newspaper. Um, no, the huh. Portland has the Argonian and the uh, Tribune, maybe. Okay. No, I get the, I used to get the New York Times. I will say I just canceled my subscription. Yeah. So, it took a long time to get because off the Because you weren't reading it. I wasn't, I was reading it online before it came. Yeah. So, when it came on... Sunday, I would just use it to set my coffee on top of while I read the newspaper on my computer. So it was like this $10 coaster. And it just seemed like a a waste. And then I would literally put the entire paper still folded into the recycling bin. Yeah. That's, that actually felt bad. That felt... So that paper is, how does it deliver? Because I feel like it might be a little askew to set something on. It doesn't even look to be a good coaster. No, no, no. <laughs> That's my judgy, judgy nerd voice that I've just invented. I mean, first of all, I don't know what constitutes a good or bad coaster, but um, yeah. it, thank you, <laughs> thank you for your Portland liberalism. <laughs> Who am I to say? I mean, I wouldn't want to judge coasters, but um, when when you take the paper out of that plastic bag they delivered in, it unfolds, and then it's a flat surface. Sure. And you put your coffee cup on top of it. <laughs> and you have a fresh yeah. coaster every Sunday yeah. or day if you get the daily paper. Somebody just sold herself on resubscribing. I just saw it happen. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'm I sure do, the newspaper... Because I do know where the coaster's been. It's been safely kept inside a hermetically sealed yeah. plastic bag. I'm sure the newspaper industry would love to hear this. 
I think so. Yeah. I would say that 99% of my listeners are the newspaper industry. <laughs> I'm very niche. Very niche. Mm-hmm. I think trees are excited that the book industry is going downhill. They probably are. So many emotional responses to a lot of these comments. Don't mention trees. It's very... Don't mention trees. It's <laughs> not here. Don't mention trees in this everything is a log <laughs> environment. <laughs> For those of you listening, the Doug fir. Look at all the trees back there. They killed like yeah. a forest just for that. Yeah. Well, what else are you going to build your bar out of? <laughs> Carrie, newspaper? <laughs> it's possible that's also made out of trees. Um, I do want to complain for a second, if you don't mind, about how sore I am. And this is why. This is what I was like, oh, I, this thing that I'm not going to forget and I can't forget because I'm in physical pain right now. But the reason for it is peculiar and also like not as, as sort of scary or badass as I want it to sound. What I want to say is I got hit by a car yesterday here in Portland while I was on this bike. The truth is, and I'm very sore from Wait, it. Wait, that, that was a lie? Well... <laughs> Allow me to elaborate, and I'll let you be the judge. You hit a car. These guys will think it is. These guys will think it isn't. I was riding on the waterfront. Shout out to the waterfront. Wait. Local references. There are no cars on the waterfront. Oh. I was riding on NATO Parkway. Okay, there are cars there. There are cars there. Yeah, for sure there are. But there's also a very nicely delineated bike lane, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, On both sides of the road, I was riding... uh, and I was going through a green light, um, and, a, and a mail truck just turned right into my body um, instead of waiting for me to continue going through the green light like all the other cars and folk were. And, um, and I shrieked like a blood-curdling scream, um, which doesn't help, I guess. I don't know, like, but that's, that's just something, I guess, that's innate. Like, you're going to scream, I, fi- I now find out, if you're being hit by a car. Or maybe just a mail truck, I don't know. But, but, it's, but it, so it happened very slowly, so it wasn't really like... They did see me as they were turning into me, and they were turning slowly because it was a mail truck, but still, my body tensed up so much. I think that's why I'm so sore. But the, but it w- the way it ended was like it turned into me and just sort of pressed up against me. So I did have like the entirety of the mail truck against me. And I was sort of struggling to like not fall over. Um, so that's what happened. So I didn't really get hit by a car. But I'm as sore as if I would have been. No, you did. And you're being weirdly like... <laughs> You're, you're being weirdly apologetic about it. <laughs> Did you say you're being weirdly or rudely? Because weirdly. I heard no, you no. Say, you're being rudely apologetic about it. <laughs> no, that. you're being, I'm sorry, How you're being rude s- of me. strangely apologetic. Yeah. That's the postal service's fault. Also, there's a lot of people who believe that we shouldn't even have mail delivery on Saturdays. And I think now I figured out the number one reason. <laughs> Some people think that's unnecessary. My Canadian friends are like, you get mail delivered on Saturday? Why? I th- I they're stopping that aren't they well not soon enough (laughs) well i'm very sore emotionally and physically i am sincerely sorry that actually sounds dramatic (sighs) that's not funny that was a sincere apology for your pain you should get a massage there's right now uh, probably there's probably like eight massage therapists in here (laughs) 
honestly, if anyone wants to come up and just rub my shoulders a little, I'm not even kidding. I welcome you to stand behind me while we do a f- couple. But minutes you have of the to be licensed. You have to be licensed. We'll need to see your paperwork. We'll need to pause this podcast for 15 minutes while, while you get out your the background L- wait, search. LMT license, or is that what that is? Licensed massage, massage therapist. therapist, yeah, or Good acupuncture. One. If you've brought your own needles, that's also okay. Mm-hmm. Let me say it. If anyone's an acupuncturist, no, please don't. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I, I maybe would let or someone just rub rake, my shoulders. Rake-y, I'm not even kidding. Where it's just, I could do Reiki on you right now. That's it. Uh, that's what that's it is. It's, just, it's literally... You know what's, what you don't know is I also have a theremin right here. <laughs> so you're also playing I think some Reiki beautiful is, music. Reiki is just an energy thing. Yeah. Have you ever had someone do this to you? I don't think I have. Obviously. Yeah. Because it's super working right now. It's... I don't even... Is further away better? No, I think I'm supposed Could to... Could you Reiki me from here when I'm back in LA? <laughs> no, but it is... It's some kind of energy work. I don't know. It's very magic. They just put your hand, they kind of put your hand over something huh. and they just feel for heat. Huh. Seems weird. It, it does. Yeah, so I don't feel that much better. I'm, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel sore? Maybe you did it wrong. No, no, I mean, I, I don't feel that sore. Well, I didn't okay, get hit by good. a mail truck yesterday, so. <sighs> so I got hit by a mail truck. I'm sorry. Imagine, um, probably those guys, he probably was so shaken up that he d- didn't complete his delivery for the day, so I'm responsible for people not getting their bills and their New York Times on time. The, man, the post office doesn't deliver the newspaper. Oh. Even if it's the New York Times? No. Really? Wow. There's a, yeah. I, thought, I thought, oh yeah, uh, well because sometimes like, if you get a special subscription to like, a magazine that magazines would normally... Magazines are different. Ca- yeah. Magazines yeah. are different. You know what's inside the New York Times on Sunday? Sunday New York Times magazine. <laughs> what, what if the post office brought you just that part and then you had to reintroduce them to each other on the other end? The newspaper is still delivered by a newspaper boy or woman. It's big, no, usually somebody in a, very, in a van, I will say, in a very creepy oh. van. <laughs> Gone are the days of like the slung. Yeah. No, it's Even not. Even in Portland? Absolutely not. It is oh, definitely boy. a van. That's that, disappointing. It's definitely a van. That's really disappointing. Did you ever have a newspaper route? I did not. Segway into did high you? school talk. But the people, everyone that had a newspaper route in my neighborhood had nunchucks, too. They always really? just were doing Did you say nunchucks? Nunchucks, right? Nunchucks, you know those things. Yeah. Though they just walked around with those. <laughs> they basically walked around with a weapon and a newspaper bag. That's interesting. Yeah. Have they all just seen better off dead too many times? Maybe, yeah. But they were, they were definitely teenagers... Now it's not teenagers, it's adults, which is probably more, I guess it's a little more depressing. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But, okay, so you didn't, did you have any high school jobs? I worked at a movie theater when I was 15. I worked at a movie theater, it was my first job too. Really? Yeah. I was 15. I was possibly 17 or 18. (laughs) I just worked on the weekends though, because I had school during the week. Is that how your school worked? (laughs) 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 Yep. And this is in Seattle area. <laughs> that is how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, it was in a suburb of Seattle called Redmond. Okay. Which is now where Microsoft is. And then like the two. entire, like there's no town left. No, it it's is. It's a, a metonym for Microsoft. It's just, oh, it's one in the same. Yeah. And, but it wasn't then. Clearly. I mean, it was a little bit. They, um, there, were tr- there was basically a forest. And we would play sort of in the woods and ride our bikes around. And then they 
cleared the forest and they put an office park and they called it Evergreen Place and so that we wouldn't remember that there had been trees there before. We were like, that's, oh, what, they, yeah. that's what we do, don't we? Na- we yeah. name things after what we destroy. You're like, oh, Evergreen, right. Yeah. Okay, this looks the same, even though there's like sidewalks and buildings. Sure. And then, then it was eventually Microsoft Place. And now, really? Yeah. Oh, and now it's just grim. Microsoft. But it was, you know, it's still a nice suburb in terms of suburban lifestyle, <laughs> in terms of retirement homes and, you know, TCBY yogurts and stuff. It's a really nice suburb. Oh, the country's best. <laughs> yeah. It has Are great, they still around? Uh, there. And there's, good, there's a good mall there. Good one, like with an Orange Julius and a Hot Sam pretzels? Oh, we have Aunt Annie's pretzels here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona <laughs> versus Washington. Oh, that's where you grew up? <sighs> yeah. I'm, well, by the way, I'm having a great time. You guys are great, and you're great, and that is the only <laughs> thing that's taken my mind off how sore I am right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Did you I take some Advil? Ibuprofen. Yeah, I took some ibuprofen. It's just not kicking in. And then I was like, oh, this will... But I, I, I can't get sloppy. And also, we discovered uh, this Bloody Mary that is up here sounded like a fun thing because when I met Carrie upstairs, we were both like, we're not going to drink before we do this. And she was, I was like, oh, I, mean, I could get you a little something. She was like, eh, margarita. And... This and is I water. was like, what a, yeah, she, and then I thought, maybe I'll get a Bloody Mary, and I got excited, and it is tasty, but it is, there's so much pepper in here that I took one sip, and then I smiled, and it was just <laughs> a pepper, it was like I gave myself braces, pepper braces. <laughs> Gross. I gave myself pepper braces. If, bra- listen, it's been a while since I've had braces, and I know that's a logo on my podcast, but braces are in between your teeth, Right. <laughs> They're not on top of your teeth. They're just little black things in the crick, in the cricks, mm-hmm. in the in yeah. the cricks of all of your teeth. An orthodontist just puts food like spinach, yeah. and lettuce, and seaweed they in between are, your teeth. They really charge a lot of money just to jam food up between mm-hmm. your teeth. Amazing. Yeah, but it takes away the gaps. I guess it does. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, that's not untrue. <laughs> did you have braces? I did have braces. I had it twice. Double braces. Mm-hmm. Well, not on top of each other. <laughs> um, first, I had braces. I had it twice. Once on the top, once on the bottom. What's oh, up? yeah, yeah. I did, too. Yeah. But first, I just had four across the front teeth. Because it was like my gums were sliding down my front teeth. <laughs> it just looked... I mean, they were just slip, slipping off. Um, Wait, so they just put braces on to stop? To give them something no, to stop because your teeth were too my slippery? First four, my, no, my, gum, my teeth weren't slippery. <laughs> It was just that, I don't know, my, my, just these four were particularly bad. It just seemed like there was something wrong with them. Everyone could see it but me. They put, they put four braces on. That was like a year. And then a lot of headgear, which is very painful. Yeah, yeah I mean, because they're moving bones. Also, I had a tooth that wouldn't come in, this tooth. So that what they do is they put a brace on the top in the roof of your mouth. So really? Yeah, I'm serious, you guys. There are uses for braces that I'm just. They put it on the roof of your mouth, and then it just drags down the entire roof of your mouth. That sounds terrible. It really does. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Thank you. Look at me. I only got hit by a car. (laughs) Right, and I had a car moving across the roof of my mouth. (laughs) Down a tiny brace-shaped car. Yeah, but then I then I got them off, and I guess everything looked a little bit better. But then I still had buck teeth because I uh, was a pretty. avid thumb sucker or kind of when did you stop sucking your thumb recently um <laughs> no when i was i mean old enough to remember being like you know parents at a certain age your parents start giving you incentives 
Right. You know, like you will not get a driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I wasn't, I wasn't that old, but I was definitely old enough to remember like incentives. Like, you know, I, for some reason I also still had my baby blanket too. Um, and a Huey Lewis tape and a Walkman. And somehow, you just described like some of the com- ideal Friday night. <laughs> somehow the combination of having a Walkman, a baby blanket and sucking my thumb seems really wrong. <laughs> um, but we went to Vancouver, totally bringing it back full circle to Canada. I went to Canada as a kid and now I think my parents might have staged this. The stuff was stolen out of the car. My baby blanket... <laughs> It. Yeah. Oh my they God. For this is, sure staged a burglary. <laughs> this is like a full breakthrough. This is like a childhood breakthrough right now. We came back to the car and my baby blanket and my Huey Lewis tape were gone. And <laughs> no one steals a baby blanket. Now, someone would steal a Huey Lewis cassette because that's gold. Whoa. I can't believe but they staged, they staged yeah. a robbery. Yeah, they did. What if you were like, and they stole my thumb? <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> they said a guy came in the middle of the night. Yeah, no, a guy came in the middle of the night and yeah. chopped off my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> robbers, burglars. Yeah. But I think once the baby blanket was gone, it wasn't as fun to suck my thumb. <laughs> because, you know, you do this thing like Linus where you like have your thumb in your mouth and you have your blanket mm. and you're like self-soothing on, self-soothing on top of your nose. I just fell in love with you all over again. <laughs> Guys, this is a, I mean, I need to, I need to call some people right now. I know. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they fully, fully staged it. Side note, when you f- first said that, I thought you were saying they staged the country of Canada. And I was going to be like, that is, wow, you just, you just made that me do would a, take a lot of, yeah. Some people think that. I would yeah. not, that's, that's an attitude that a lot of Americans have about Canada. They so. don't think they, Canada is real. <laughs> It's a little bit like cre- creationism, or <laughs> some people believe it's real. We are fine with that, but scientifically, we know Canada is not real. <laughs> it's just America plus. <laughs> I love Canada, guys. Everybody knows that. And by everyone, I mean the one person who listens to the podcast and isn't just a friend of Carrie's or a fan. Um, but uh, did you did you get up to Canada ever? Like, was that something that I, I don't just know described far... the whole trip? No, but I mean, like, when you were in high school, fair, when you were in high school, was that a, was that a, like, for example, I'm from Tucson, Arizona, and, and Nogales, Mexico, yeah, I, was sort of there. a, was sort of like a destination point for, for angry, rambunctious Vancouver teenagers. is just like Mexico. Right? Same. Yeah. No, um, super the Vancouver same. is, uh, yeah, we would go up there. Well, I did a soccer exchange program, so you do this thing where, like, you trade, Places with a Canadian, and they come down, they hang out at your house. <laughs> you go so up there. So it's a student exchange program, but it's so- soccer specific. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so yeah, we would go up there. It's pretty close. I mean, I would say that Vancouver is considered part of the Pacific Northwest. We don't really differentiate between Ooh. countries. You know, is that true? It's kind of true. I love the Pacific Northwest <laughs> so much. Yeah. You went to school up here too, yeah? I went to, up like, here. In Canada, I'm <laughs> up, up here in the Pacific Northwest. Actually, um, yes. First, I went to Western Washington University, which is actually right by the border of Canada in Bellingham, Washington. Then I went to a very liberal arts school called the Evergreen State College, which is in Olympia, Washington. Yeah, guys. Just, FYI, I invited all my classmates. I applied to Evergreen. 
You what? You went I to applied. I applied to Evergreen. You I applied got- to Lewis and Clark. I applied to the University of Puget Sound. I applied to Did you get the University into, of Washington. You got into Evergreen, right? I, did. I got into all of them. And then I, but I felt I couldn't afford any of them. You know, that's interesting because I applied and got into Lewis and Clark and then couldn't, could not afford to go there. So that's how I ended up going in state. Yeah. We, we almost could have known each other at Lewis and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> almost as relative. Yeah, almost as relative. We would have had to run in the same circles. We, we, we might have. I now, feel- uh, well, in fairness, I didn't suck my thumb in college. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, major zing, major zing. Where did you go to college? U of, U of A? Uh, no, I went to NAU, which is Northern Arizona, and then Lumberjack. Shout out! Wait, Flagstaff. Flagstaff, yeah, yeah. great town. Great town. Um, uh, uh, th- honestly, this is this is seems ridiculous, and it seems like I'm pandering. But I honestly was like, I can only afford to go to an in-state school. I got a scholarship to stay in-state um, for a full ride. But I, I was like, that's the only place that is like the Pacific Northwest. That's because sweet. Flagstaff really is. It's like it's the closest thing. It's, there's be- great, beautiful peaks. It actually gets like weather. Mm-hmm. It snows several months yeah. of the year. Um, it's charming. Uh, what else can I say about the Pacific Northwest? No, but yeah, flag- so Flagstaff and then I moved to San Francisco. Um, also, shout out to San Francisco, yeah. mom and daughter. And uh, happy Mother's Day. Um, it's still Mother's Day. Yeah, that, that's got to be good for another. Yes, we're very safe. Oh, boy, don't make me pull a Jimmy Pardo. I don't want to have to come down there and do mean crowd work, mean, charming crowd work. Carrie, let's get back to you, shall we? Uh, I'm pretty good at turning the tables. You are very good at turning the tables. I, didn't ever, I don't think I ever sucked my thumb, and now I feel like I missed out. You should start. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's never too late to start. It doesn't look weird at all for an adult to do that. Does it, when you think about it now, this is a weird question, but when you think about it now, <laughs> I had, does, I, is there still an appeal? Like, is, it, is, it, is, there, is, there, is there a love fish? Is there a part of it that's still like, because there are some things that we do that we hold on to, or there, there's things that we do when we're younger that we can all agree, I'm sure, whatever they are, that you're like, I can't believe I was so into that. And then there are things that you're like, I get, yes, I know why I love that so much. And, I, and the way you described, I mean, let's remember, I did say I fell in love with you all over again. You probably are wondering when was the first time I fell in love with you. <laughs> um, but the, the, when you know, I said the, the word self, self-soothing, that was, that was not weird. That was appealing. Oh, it was very appealing. <laughs> okay. um, the, with the blanket and Linus, any reference to peanuts, I'm on board for because I'm a huge fan. Um, not of the nut. Although I'd really like the nut also. <laughs> Uh, but, but is there something, is there something that you, that you sort of feel like, and by the way, I'm really hoping there now will be a Portlandia, uh, Portlandia character who sucks her thumb, but, um, that you can connect to that, like in a, in a more visceral way, like "Ah, an oral fixation. No, I don't have that. I, there's nothing about my thumb that I want to put in my mouth at all. Yeah. That's really, um, that's really what I wanted to know. If there's any part of it that you sort of seems like, no, I'm looking at it now and just, there's not an attraction. You know, there's just not whatever we had, (laughs) um, is, is just, is gone. You know, uh, it's like, it used to be attractive to me and I don't know. No, no. Mm. The answer is no. I would take this off if I could and just get rid of it. Listen, burglaries happen every day. <laughs> you never, you never Also, know. hands are dirty. 
hands are really dirty. Yeah. So before I put this in my mouth, I would wash it for 10 minutes <laughs> and then probably put a hand sanitizer on and then yeah. a, a glove. It sort of takes away the appeal. That's why no one should use condoms. <laughs> it's just less pleasurable. <laughs> That's what you're saying. That's No, it's not. Um, huh. <laughs> I really thought I'd latched onto that metaphor. No, that's not psychoanalyze it. It's just, it was just, uh, it was right. just thumb sucking. Yeah. I'm sure all you guys did it. Hmm. Nope. Fuck. Only some. I know. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so you were never one of those like raver or teenagers that had a pacifier? Oh, a pacifier. No. No, no, no. Yeah. But let me judge harshly people that had <laughs> pacifiers as a teenager. Absolutely not. I never did, yeah. I never did drugs as a teen, so... Also, yeah, that that would be a weird development. It would be hard for me to imagine you knowing what I know about you also just musically, like somehow also being the person who has a pacifier to rave. <laughs> and also, That's I did, the opposite though, of you. I did have a cat in the hat hat, which is very rave-y. I take back everything I just said. <laughs> I wore Why it. did you have a cat in the hat hat? That is a very good question. There was something called the Folklife Festival in Seattle or Redmond, and... It's just it's just folk life. Shout out to folk life. Yeah, um, if you know anything about folks, they have a <laughs> <laughs> they have a festival and it's folky. <laughs> and obviously, a cat in the hat hat that's purple and black. Yeah, wait, I still yeah, I definitely don't follow at all. No, you don't. say folksy. I imagine like shaker furniture. No, it should be. But what happens is those shakery things, the shaker furniture is infiltrated by people that are selling like purple velvet hats. And they set up their shop there, and young, impressionable people like me, yeah. who are wearing like combat boots and cut off jean shorts with tights, are like, yeah. what goes with that? <laughs> no. A cat in the hat hat. Yeah. In fairness, again, the hat hat goes with everything. We can all agree on that. Oh, opposite? Nothing? It goes with nothing? Um, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't, I never went, I've never been to a rave, and I am proud of that. Yeah. I don't blame you. I've been to a couple. I went to a couple, I think, probably when I was, well, I guess I was in my early 20s, but it still felt like maybe it was, it was too late for me to even try. And I got dragged, and it was in San Francisco. And those are the very did worst you do, kind of raves. Did you do ecstasy? I never did ecstasy. I did a lot of drugs, but I never did ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It wasn't really available when I was doing drugs, because I was very young. What was available? Mostly LSD. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I've never, I've never done LSD. Yeah. You're not missing uh, anything. I mean, you're, you are missing something. <laughs> but it's nothing you need to worry about. Okay. Um, was that a conscious choice that you made uh, when you were in high school? Like, a, like I don't want to do this. I absolutely don't want to do this and take a stand against it. Or was it just something that kind no, of I wasn't, happened? I mean, I had a cat in the hat hat. I was not taking a stand. <laughs> Some would argue you're making a very bold stance Um, slash statement by having that. um, I had a lot of friends that did acid, and frankly, they were idiots. You know, when they were on acid... No, I'm sorry. They were very smart. No, when they they were on acid, they acted idiotic. And so I just... I babysat them. I drove them around, and it just didn't seem appealing to talk about the universe in that way. Um... It just—it was so uninteresting. Yeah. To talk about things that were like floating around and like, I just you know Ugh. people were changing their names to names that sounded like it should belong in a pony stable. 
And I just thought, I don't want to yeah. do that. Like, I don't need my name to be Stormy or, Oof, you know. Don't you a little bit, <laughs> no. No. And God. so I didn't do acid. I'm sorry, people that do... Am I supposed to apologize and say people that do acid are not idiots? They're very smart. No, for sure. Well, what's ironic about it is that I think that those of us who did it actually thought, like, this is the smart person's drug. <laughs> Like, I think we were like, this is going to really unpack a lot of, like, great stuff in my brain that I can't access otherwise. Okay. Like, I don't think that it's as spiritual. It's like, I think somebody who smokes pot or does mushrooms might be chasing a different experience. And I do remember having friends who were like, we are going to get to the bottom of what this Cure song really is about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we need acid to do that. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. It was like listening to an R.E.M. song trying to figure out what it meant, the yeah. only way you could really figure it out was acid. Yes. It was like, if, as someone not on acid, I had already figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Also, it turns out, he really was just looking at pictures of her. That's... <laughs> and he almost believed they were real. We didn't need LSD to tell us that. We could have just listened to the lyrics. <laughs> um, and they were, he was just singing about two cats who were in love. <laughs> Those are the two Cure references I'm going to make, guys. They're real general. Um, not going to hit any of the B-sides. Has anyone here heard of The Cure? I'd be... I'd be really sad. Oh my God, that'd be so sad. What were you listening to when you were in high school? Um, or were you listening to your own... When did you start playing guitar? <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't listening to my own music. I only listened to my own music as a teenager. <laughs> I only had one song that I had written in high school. It was called You Annoy Me. And... Um, in some ways, I feel like every song I've ever written since then is some iteration of that. <laughs> um, I was listening to... Well, there were a lot of good bands in Seattle then. Nirvana or Mudhoney. Um, sure. Soundgarden? Soundgarden. Also good. I don't know why I feel... I really like... The mic got real intense and loud. <laughs> I think if you're going to say Soundgarden, that is the appropriate Soundgarden. distance from your mouth. Um, I don't. I, I listen to uh, the Ramones. I don't know a lot of music. B52s, the Replacements, just whatever. Yeah, anything. I never got that into the Replacements. Oh, they're good. You should and check I them felt out. Uncool. No, you shouldn't feel uncool. A little, but um, yeah. No, you. I know. Sh- I'm aware because I. I thought. I feel like. I, I liked all of the other music that like friends of mine who loved, who really passionately loved the no. replacements loved. And I would listen to Paul Westerberg and I just, for some reason was like, I don't know if I, no, I think that's really valid. I, music is so, con, it's so contextual, you know? And I think that like, I clean out my record collection every so often. And sometimes I'll pull out a record that I listened to in high school or in college and had, and I realized it was so much more about, who I was hanging out with and what kind of experience we had surrounding that record that made that record glimmer. And you listen to it devoid of that context, devoid of that friend, devoid of whatever age you were, and it sounds crappy. It just yeah. doesn't hold up. So I, uh, I, I think I can understand listening to the replacements now. That's a, very, that's a specific band that I've tried to turn other people onto now and, and can hear how it's difficult. They're not feeling it. I'll, yeah. My recent experience with that was, and I feel actually, hor- I feel like guilty as if he's a friend of mine saying this, but I, I, I can't connect with Robin Hitchcock the way that I, and I, when I was in high school, I loved Robin Hitchcock. Did you ever listen to him? I didn't, I didn't really actually. I just loved him. And the other day I was like, God, I, what have I been doing? What? I have been wasting all of my time, all of it, not listening to Robin Hitchcock. <laughs> Wait. And then I put some on. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to listen to this at all. Yeah. Does any of you guys have that with any bands? Nope. 
They don't listen yeah. to music. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have that with a lot of bands. I think a, a specific thing, when, when that often happens, is when you have someone over or you have friends over and you are having that wave of nostalgia that kind of makes you sort of feel like giddy and you're like oh my god I've got to play you guys this record and then you're listening to it through their ears same with when you like show someone a like a you know like oh. any a movie or even like a clip on YouTube or anything just something that you find that you know yeah. you feel really um, connected to and then you f- you find yourself judging it because you can see them witnessing it or hearing it and for sure yeah so I've sold a lot of records based on based on that also I don't I have a little bit OCD and I don't like my records to go outside of the shelf. So I can only have a certain amount. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I didn't know where that was going. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so every time you get a new one, you have to get rid of one. Basically. Yeah. yeah. My mom does that. Okay. Like, I got to a point where I've maybe said this With on records? podcast before, but I wish oh. because that would make her like a cool record listener to her. But, uh, but just with gifts in general, oh, she's think- like, oh, my place is so small. I just want you to know whenever you give me a present, I throw two things away. Wow. I'm not kidding. And the pressure becomes like. I'm glad she didn't have more kids. Yeah. It seems like she would just been like, sh- you are out. I'm sure she is too. <laughs> I'm sure she is too. Um, I feel like I've heard that maybe I read this about you or I just asked everyone you know in a creepy way. But um, were you also, when your parents split up, were you also like, did your dad have primary custody? Did he mostly, was he in charge yeah. of you? That's the same. Oh, really? That's and do you have brothers and sisters? I have a sister. Your sister and you both lived with your dad more? Yeah. They just get into the heart of it. Well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, we grew up with my dad. He's great. What, um... That's kind of unusual, right? That's, at least people remark to me that that's unusual. I think I it is me. kind of unusual for a dad to raise the kids. Or it seemed like then in terms of like if you, were, if you started out with two parents and all my friends that, whose parents got divorced, they usually ended up with their mom. But we ended up with my dad. What, um, was that like a choice situation where you guys were asked to choose? And I mean, I guess, do you, let me just get to it. Do you like your mom better or your dad better? <laughs> I like my dad better. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Oh. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, my... <laughs> Happy Mother's my, Day. My, I did almost send out this tweet for Mother's Day that just said, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But then I didn't because I didn't want other people to be depressed. And I'm yeah. not depressed, but yeah. No, I, I like my dad better. He's, I mean, he, he raised me. He's great. Did he remarry? Yeah, recently. Like last oh, year. So you didn't have a stepmother when you were like in high school and stuff? No, yeah, I didn't. It just Really? Is yeah. your dad remarried? Nope. Okay. Is your mom? Nope. Whoa. They both were just done in a positive way. <laughs> <laughs> were they done with you though? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like, yeah. listen, if we could undo all of this and just do a major rewind. I feel so threatened by your questions that I'm just going to ask them <laughs> right back. <laughs> I didn't mean to no, like, not present at, something that would cause you to verbally spar with me. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I do. I, um, I really liked being a girl that was growing up with my dad. Like I felt like me too. It it was really great in terms of he just didn't differentiate in terms of like gender roles or how my sister and I should be in terms of yes. Well, this is the way to be a female. This is the way to be a female teenager. Or you know, it just it really. Like we felt a world of possibilities, and we never felt like we were, you know, going down a certain path or that wasn't appropriate. So we, you know, we just kind of had access 
to anything and we, in terms of like this is a you know everything's sort of appropriate in terms of like gender if you want to play sports if you want to wear dresses if you know it didn't really matter and i i really liked that and he just was i think we both grew up pretty confident because of that i feel i feel exactly the same way and the, the what i worry about is that i don't want to imply that if you're raised by a single mom or if you're raised by uh, a household that has a, a you know your a maternal figure in it that suddenly that means you can't feel that way or that you can't have had that upbringing. But for me, that was my experience too. I think if my mom had raised me, she was much more traditional in a lot of ways. And I think I, she might've accidentally imposed more kind of gender role stuff in a way that my dad didn't, but, and also, you know, frankly, that's the shit we were given. So (laughs) I mean, what are we supposed to say? I mean, I think that it's, yeah, who knows? I mean, I just feel, but I feel like there are positive things about it. For sure. Absolutely. When did you start playing guitar? When I was 15. Hmm. Right after I stopped sucking yeah. my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> God, did I was you like, what? Um, with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. Was that yeah. based off of. Um, the, yeah, I asked because I played classical guitar when I was little. And That's so awesome. that was. But, but so. We should be jamming right now. We definitely should be. <laughs> I should be playing Green Sleeps. <laughs> oh, yeah. For you. You should. Yeah. Um, so the read that's, I, I asked because I did not learn to play guitar because it was cool. Like I was little and it was just, a, it was a, you know, it was, I guess it was cool, but like it was classical. So I'm just wondering if that was your love of music and, and that that was something that became important because of your love of music as a listener. Playing guitar? Yeah. yeah I think that the guitar was the first thing that really felt galvanic that could really interpret sort of my like angst or my way of interpreting or like the way that I thought about the world, like guitar was a very um, malleable instrument. And also people annoyed you and you wanted to marry those two things and write your first song. Yeah. No, guitar was, is great for teenagers. I think. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Even you stayed with it and and became a music. I don't know if you know this, but you became a very well known and respected musician. (laughs) That's not true. But classical guitar is awesome too. I wish I'd played classical guitar. I'll teach you. Okay. <laughs> I'll teach you. Now it's getting. Threatening. Does the podcast always get this serious? I the podcast ends with a classical guitar lesson. <laughs> okay. For each one of my guests. <laughs> okay. For each and every one of my guests. Um, when you were talking about the the sort of um, like the high and the and the association <clears throat> positively with with friends and that period of time in your life, did you have? romantic associations with music is there like an album that you're like oh i remember when i made out to oh i have night oil yeah Yeah, midnight oil you guys know that would be Um, the worst (laughs) thing to be like i think i'm gonna get a kiss how can you say when (laughs) um that never happened but i hope it happens soon um uh no, there's a, you know, when you're a kid, well, I mean like a teenager and because you're, ne- you don't have any privacy, you end up doing these, like you make out with other people in the room. So sometimes you're in like a bedroom or you're in like a party and you're making out with someone and your friend's making out with someone. And it's just, it's kind of gross actually to think about like adults. I mean, I don't know what kind of adults you are, but most adults <laughs> don't do that unless you're like at a swinging party. And I don't think those really exist. Yeah, I'm, I have a curiosity about that also. I don't know if that's... No, I, I wouldn't have a curiosity. Is anyone, here, sounds... is anyone here... 
you're totally anonymous, <laughs> except for to the people that are directly around you. <laughs> because we won't know. Has anyone here been to a, a genuine swingers party? Good. God. I'm not even going to give you time to answer. And you're all sworn. You've all <laughs> no, been sworn to secrecy. I don't want to know. There was something here called the Rose City Gangbang. <laughs> That's what? I'm, I'm, this is the totally Rose City se- Gangbang? It's totally serious. It was a night called the Rose City Gangbang. Just four beautiful words. Like, <laughs> here, here. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if it's happening this weekend, but you can check it out. There, I think Who there is... Who wants to pot, like, wh- wow, talk about taking back a term <laughs> or appropriating it when you never should have taken it in the first place. No, no one wants to appropriate gangbang. Like, no yeah. one's walking around, like, or, like, getting it put on their, you know, knuckles. Yeah. And, um, uh, anyway... That was not where my high school story was going. <laughs> so in I'm high sorry. school, I started a little club called the Rose City Gangbang. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I remember being in a, at a party, and I, me and this guy, his name is Chris, and then my friend and some guy she was with, we were all up in a room, and the, the song that was playing, even though this was not the music, I, I don't know why I have to justify that while I was listening to this, but it was not my taste in music. Garth Brooks... Um, I see now why there's and the thunder rolls and so whenever I hear that song I'm so grossed out I'm so just like you know but what's gross about it is how like there was too many people in the room you don't you don't want to look but I felt like it was always about that like if you had a best friend it was so much more about like what you guys were going to talk about after like swapping yeah. notes so it's just like I was just always waiting for it to be over to just be like I mean what did you guys do yeah and it was like and for some reason with that song I, what is the what is that song about because what I feel like is it's very dramatic it's super dramatic so yeah. all the peaks and valleys you're just riding along to that stupid song no there's no peaks and valleys in high school it's just flatline just or mush face mushing <laughs> yeah it's just gross but anyway thunder rolls I I haven't listened to Garth Brooks since. I didn't listen to him before either. Are you sure it wasn't your choice? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me put the CD on. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But I think we can both agree Huey Lewis really had something. Absolutely. Right? Sports. That's the best album it's title in the so world. good, Sports. you guys. Talk about it, like it just catering to the masses. I know. It's just like calling your record TV or like it's just I like... Know. Drugs, sports, sure. it's just like food. I'm gonna call my next record food. Yeah. <laughs> Hamburgers, you know. Your it's next just... record with the people movers. <laughs> yeah, with the people movers. Yeah, right. people movers. Food. Yeah, that's a that's What's a, not to love. That's a big seller. Huge. That's a huge seller. I feel like I remember the cover of that of album. Sports? Was like, yeah, right. Isn't it like it was basically like the show Cheers? Yeah, it's like a pool table. Yeah. Yeah, somebody might possibly was wearing very short white tennis shorts. No, Maybe the drummer. No, I don't think so. No, you might be thinking of their next album, Four. It's possible, <laughs> but I'm also picturing their album. Picture this. <laughs> oh, Huey. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, he really was. Still is. Still is. Right. He lives in Montana. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> All right, let's get back to you again. Um, wait, let me look at it. Let me clumsily look at the time. All right, well, we're going to have to get into some mash pretty soon. Okay. Um, which I'm very excited about. But uh, 
how how what uh, what is the age difference between you and your sister? Three years. Three years. No, there's not. <laughs> there's no writing yet. Okay. <laughs> um, older or younger? Younger. All right. Did you guys go to the same high school together at the same time? She, my sister, <laughs> had to repeat kindergarten because oh, gee, guys, it was fine. We were fine. She had separation anxiety from my mom. So she would do that thing where she goes to kindergarten and just cries. Just cries. And so they would, yeah, don't laugh. I mean, there's like a fine line between awing and laughing. <laughs> and that fine line is silence. <laughs> um, maybe he was laughing at the sound someone else was making. <laughs> like okay. He was laughing at an awe. No. But she was, she was fine. But she just, you know, she just didn't want to go. So because I think she was just... You know, she, they, she had to repeat that. So we never went to the same high school because I graduated and then she came up into 10th grade. So we never were in the same school because we were four years apart in I school. think I just fell in love with your sister all over again. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. I've never met her sister. <laughs> Possible I didn't know you had a sister until 20 minutes ago. 20 seconds ago. Um, yeah, 20 but as ago. soon as I found out you had a sister, I fell in love with her a little I will bit. Let, I will let her know. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, you guys never went to school together. And did she, she didn't have any of that sort of like, oh, you're Carrie Brown's teen sister. No, because I, I mean, we never, yeah, we just never, never crossed paths. And you know what? We went to separate, <laughs> actually, we also went to separate high schools now that I think about it. <laughs> I've never met my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Another huge moment on the JV club. Yeah. This is great. Wait, I thought that the, you yeah. figuring out that your parents completely deceived you. <laughs> yeah, no. About your blanket. Yeah, fool me once. No, yeah, no, I do have, um, I have a sister. But yeah, she went to a separate high school. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you... So, and I just want to ask about the drug thing again, and I don't want to harp on it, but so did your, your decision to not do it again, it was just mostly that you saw people behaving poorly. I just, I had a lot of straight edge friends. And so that's oh, why there I was asked. a straight edge uh, contingent to the punk kids in my high school. I went to school right before, like right as, and right before Nirvana broke. And before that there was not the term alternative, like that does not exist. So it was much more compart- compartmentalized than that. There were like the goths. The rockers, um, I don't know, the punks. We had sharps, which are skinheads against racist people. Um, see, it's very specific. And so, but the <laughs> sharps. So they would have shaved heads and flight jack heads, skin heads, okay. Against racist I was people. thinking of skinhead Or against uh, racial prejudice. Yeah. But yeah, so everything was very atomized, but there was a big umbrella, and um, we were just called the bat cavers. So. Um, yeah, because it was just anyone that like didn't wear bright colors. Where was the bat cave? <laughs> we didn't it's have... weird they built our school out of a bat cave. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just it was called the, there was something called the pit, which is where kids went to smoke. I also didn't smoke in high school, but I guess I just there was enough kids that did drugs that that seemed uninteresting, and I just had other stuff going on like music or studying <laughs> what uh what class did you get excited about classes or just was your school good enough that you do you feel like you were getting an education that was exciting to you you know what i mean <laughs> no because like yeah. you know um i it was it was all right i loved um i didn't i wasn't good at, at math or science but i was great in uh, english and the, the other girl subjects guys come on that's <laughs> it's a joke yeah the girls making subjects. a joke yeah i'm making a joke 
What about you? What were you good at in high school? Those same things. <laughs> I was okay. terrible. Not, although I really liked science. Yeah. Because I had a huge crush on my science teacher. My, but it helps, right? If it's somebody who's like fun and I yeah, mean, it I don't super mean like, helps to flirt with your teachers. I don't mean I that. No, but I, I mean like, you know, I mean, I, didn't, I don't think I wanted to date that teacher, but his enthusiasm for the subject was but so I didn't, fun and interesting. I didn't specify who I was making out with during the Garth Brooks thing. But you're not wrong. <laughs> You were making out with Garth Brooks. I just want to make sure I didn't get that wrong. Okay, yeah, no. um, I know. But I will say that my uh, the student teacher in my chemistry class was the person that gave me uh, the jam album All Mod Cons, which really changed a lot of things for me. Made me really excited about music. There so we yeah, go. There's that, that's how science played a part in my life. Chemistry. That's it. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to get in some Nash. I just need to get in some Nash. Uh, my first match question for you, Carrie, will be: You can be uh, <clears throat> give me three bands that can be uh, non-existent today. They can be current, whatever you want, from any time, any place. Who uh, you would like to call you in this fictitious match world and say, like, Carrie, we need you to sub in. We got a gig. We'd love for you to be in the band. And all of this is like you magically know all the songs and all that good stuff too. So. Okay, David Bowie. Great. Um, the Replacements, I guess, since we've already talked about them. Like you would replace someone on The Replacements? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and Duran Duran. Great. God, I would love to see a performance of Duran Duran. Me too. Oh, I had to get into a hush whisper for that. Wonderful. Okay, um, next question. Uh, non-existent sort of fantasy vacation home can't be a place that exists on planet Earth. What do you mean? I mean like a, 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 a fictitious place, like a place from a movie or a place from a book. or oh. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like another planet because we're not there yet. Okay. Um, the moon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean a place from a, a book? I mean a lot of... Give me some examples, guys. Come on. Narnia. Oh, I see. Middle I see. Earth. What would you say? Middle Earth. Narnia. Yeah. Atlantis. Atlantis. Neverland. Huh? Oh, these are good. No, not Death Star. Okay, I would do. Um, I would do Atlantis. That sounds interesting. Great. Heard of it. Um, <laughs> and maybe Pemberley, which is in, which is from Pride and Prejudice. Great. Or Netherfield or one, any one Nothing, of those places. Nobody on this stage is going to argue with anything Pride and Prejudice related. <laughs> okay. Did you like Jane Austen in general? Yeah. Yeah. I hate her. <laughs> she, she's <laughs> <laughs> Jane Austen. Some people do feel that way about Jane Austen. Carrie. That's probably true, but not in a personal way. I feel like, I feel like one thing about historical figures is they're not called bitches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people aren't like, Jane Austen, what a bitch. I don't know, though. Let me say this. Don't you think someone could be like, Dorothy Parker, what a bitch. Yes, but she's still, still 20th century. More contemporary, I see yeah. what you're saying. I feel like you get a pass if you're older, if you were like in the 19th, 18th century. Yeah. You know, that's a very contemporary insult to level at someone. Yeah. You know? Like, no one calls, I mean... Hitler maybe was a douche. <laughs> but no one calls him that. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. yeah. What a douche. <laughs> I mean, that's so 
low scale. I know. That's it's what, so but, low but, scale. But I think we've stumbled upon. Oh my upon- god, that just makes it sound like he like <laughs> wore mismatching shoes or something. Yeah, or like he like yeah, he's a douche. He littered or something. Yeah. yeah. But I think that we're, we've tapped into something which is how insignificant or like how unsubstantial current like criticism is. Like that's as best we can do. You know. Yeah. Like cunt or douche yeah two awful words two awful words yeah especially the first but i'm just saying like yeah. it's unsubstantial it doesn't say anything about the person that's so, true what, what would your suggestion be for like a good specific substitution for someone well i don't have one but yeah we gotta yeah. get there we have to get there what would you call yeah what would you call someone you didn't like in the 19th century oh in the 19th century yeah a ne'er-do-well <laughs> yes a ne'er-do-well <laughs> <laughs> but that seems better. I, I think we should start using that. Very well. <laughs> we should too. Yeah. Hey, you're literally saying this person never does anything good. Yes. That's harsh, guys. <laughs> it's very harsh. Oh, you got to be a real villain. Yeah. Oof. I think. Yeah, we could just be more creative with our insult language. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if somebody is sort of um, vituperative, you know, it's like there's just sort of angry and horrible or vituperative is a great word yeah that's a good word um pernicious pernicious is really good it's like that's more creative than just saying someone's (sighs) an asshole baneful an ass baneful just baneful (laughs) (laughs) oh baneful yes baneful yeah pernicious yeah pestiferous i think you know what does pestiferous mean pestiferous means like somebody that is pest like you know it's that's that's a better insult i think that's a good insult I totally agree. Yeah, so let's just raise let's raise the bar. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take your top three uh, <laughs> words uh, okay. that we now refer to horrible people as. Okay, pestiferous, pernicious. I'm glad and, you threw that in. And baneful. Great. I don't know how this is going to fit in. <laughs> um, all right, let me get... Uh, I'm take requests. Does anybody have a category of mash that they would particularly like to hear Carrie answer? What a what no. a what a sweet, quiet. Well, I did. Audience. I did sort of ask for silence like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, let's go. You know what? What about three women from history that uh, suddenly appear in this time and, well, Dorothy and think Parker, very highly of Dorothy you Parker and adore would you? Would be awesome, Dorothy, Dorothy Parker. Parker. Great. Um. Let's see. Angela Davis. I mean, she's still, but also more of a historical figure. And um, Angela Lansbury. Got and it. Angela Lansbury. Just kidding. And um, I do love her. let's do uh, Virginia Woolf. Great. What a bitch. <laughs> see? <laughs> Stupid. Felt horrible saying that. Felt like a horrible idiot. I don't know if I've ever felt more baneful. <laughs> um, wow. You guys could still see I was winking. I have glasses on. I don't know how this works. These are um, new glasses, by the way. My glasses? They're new, right? They're not new. Oh. I just, uh, I just um, warned you that I was wearing them. Like, I worry that people... Because I've actually... Because this is the kind of city Los Angeles is. I have gone to, like, a party wearing glasses, and someone has not recognized me that I know. And I feel like that's an, I feel like that's, it feels like that would only happen in Los Angeles. Yeah, that speaks poorly for that city. Doesn't it? A little bit. Just a little bit. 
And I'm just saying, I, I'm just being honest and saying I had that thought when it happened. When I thought that, when I had, when that happened, I thought to myself, this would only happen here in LA. Yeah, I'm angry that you thought that I wouldn't recognize you with just a slight, fra- a slight framing around your eye. Yeah. It's, it's possible I was just trying to make you smile when I sent you that text. <laughs> That's sweet. I did smile. Did you fall in love with me all over again? <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> For the third time. Great. What's happening to our relationship that we keep falling out of love? That's I what know. I need to get to the I bottom know. of. That's a problem. That's like a therapy problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will be um, going to therapy right after this podcast, so. Sure. You don't need it. You've had it right here on this Lots stage of groaning. all these people. We're, this is fine. I'm not, that wasn't an insult to you. Happy, I just meant. Hey, happy Mother's Day to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to use, I need to use holiday greetings more as insults. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You too. <laughs> I'm so pissed right now. All right. Um, I am going to go with three modes of transportation. Okay. Not driving a car. Cross country skiing. Great. Canoeing. Interesting. And unicycle. I was uh, riding down in um, near Lake Hollywood a couple of days ago, and a unicyclist came around. You know, you have to sort of like wait to go through the gate to get into a natural a natural park. That's almost what I said. A natural park, you know. Oh, a park. Listen, I'm from Los Angeles. We don't have a lot of um, parks and stuff. <laughs> no, but uh, and and I felt like <laughs> there was a weird thing where I I usually like I do kind of get into that cycling mode where like. I like to give a little, you know, there's like an acknowledgement, like, listen, you're on a bike, I'm on a bike, that's rare in Los Angeles, I salute you. There's a lot to be said for that one. Also, if I ever did that to a cyclist, in legitimate, like, they would just think I was such a nerd. But, um, but he was on a unicycle, and I, I really had this moment of like, how do I acknowledge a unicyclist? That's different, I don't know. Like, we're not really the same. <laughs> I would not have acknowledged. I feel I, there was. You would have guy, averted your eyes. Well, there was a guy unicycling up a hill here on a cell phone, which just seemed so dangerous. <laughs> like yes. so many problems with that. That I wonder if that guy was on the phone meeting up with a person I tweeted about yesterday, which was 100 percent true, which was a Segway guy smoking a clove cigarette. <laughs> oh, I've seen that guy. That's guys downtown. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I mean, I don't know him personally. <laughs> Oh. But I, I've seen I've seen that guy. That was a beautiful Portland moment for yeah, me. Yeah, I think he's that guy. Yeah. I mean there's I mean I'm assuming there's not one. And unless he has a family and they all do that, but yeah. I feel like I God, feel like I there's just so. one guy. One day I was on the freeway and there was you know, a lot of times here you, you have your four wheel drive and then you have like on the back like mountain bikes and that's you know, it's like okay, you're going up and you're gonna go mountain biking on like logging roads. They had two unicycles on the back. <laughs> And I guess I tweeted about it, and people immediately were like, no, that's a real thing. It's like off-road unicycling. Just, just, if at that point, just roll down a hill. Just roll down. <laughs> oh, God, that is amazing. Yeah, it's pointless. i got to get back into roller skating. Screw this rollerblading yeah, off-road thing. I want roller. four. You should do off-road road. roller skating. Right? Yes. Trail, trail skating. <laughs> Trail skating, guys. It's going to catch on. Don't worry. Um, oh, and you still have one. So if you wanted to... Oh, you did unicycle. God, Janet, come on. That's how you got into the whole conversation to begin with. Um, all right. Next, uh, going with a crush. A crush uh, that you either b- become in a relationship with or it's a one-night stand or it's just a companion that you do 
some of these fun things with. Great. Um, She's got really Reggie Watts. Comfortable. Great we'll choice. Um, well, I'll, you, Janet. I was really hoping you would say that. <laughs> and I mean, just for relatability, we'll let's do Ryan Gosling too. Great. <laughs> It's not too late to say Garth Brooks. <laughs> it's way late. It is. No, it's really late. It definitely really is. What about when Garth Brooks changed his look and had an alter ego? Oh, for sure. What was he called? Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Lots of Chris Gaines fans here. Chris Gaines. You guys, you guys would Chris... not give a suggestion that's for a category. I, that's what I was about to say. Like the most participative, like she's in the room. We love, but no, but silence. But Chris, Chris Payne, Chris Gaines. Bain, Chris Gaines. Gaines, Chris Gaines. That's the most audience participation. Like forty people said. Yeah. I I now see that we've been talking to a group of huge Garth Brooks fans. Um, no, Chris Gaines. Was there fans. a reason that like is Chris Gaines like a play on something? It was an alter ego. He he he. But actually, I mean, like the na- like the name of it. It's not oh. like it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know. I just don't know how he got there. Chris Gaines. Maybe we'll never know. <laughs> no. But- Garth, could you come out here? Surprise, Carrie! That's why I've been pushing so hard, because he's backstage. Are you sure it's not Garth Brooks? <laughs> don't, don't bring him out. <laughs> Abort. <sighs> Chris Gaines. Um, don't worry, at no time did I write down Chris Gaines on here. It looked like I was like, Chris Gaines. And our final category... I'm going to say you owe, I, I like this one. Um, you own a little uh, business in Portland. Uh-huh. Um, what is it? What is it? What do you, what do you sell in this, in this fictitious place? Could be a cafe, could be a bookstore. You know what businesses are. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. But it's, but, it's, but it's a business that sells something. Or just a service you provide. But that's like, you know, you, it's got some curb, curb appeal. <laughs> okay, curb, curb appeal. Okay. Um, water. Water store. <laughs> stinker uh, a store that I feel like a store that sells I think there should be a shoe library I think this is real like you're walking along and you just are like I wore the wrong shoes yeah you stop in at the shoe library sure so shoe library I'm right there. I absolutely agree. Okay. I can't tell you how many times I have been <laughs> heading up to Unicycle Off-Road and realize I'm wearing pumps. Exactly. No, it's, it's a real thing. I think yeah. people really do wear... Shoe library. Shoe library. Um, and then I think um, just a, a place that tells you honestly about your piercings. You know, just, yeah. it's just giving you the... So it's like the story that's called like The Real Deal. And you're yeah. like, I need, I need someone to give me the real deal. But just specifically about your piercings. It's just like a truth mirror. It's, called, yeah. it's just a store called Truth Mirror. Great. I, I just think I forgot a category. I'm going to add one more. Truth Mirror. Yeah. Truth Mirror colon the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> I just turned it into a Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, then it would be like colon the Carrie Brownstein story. It would be like three oh, yeah. separate <laughs> three. titles. Yeah. Semicolon. Combined all at once. Okay. And then um, last category. Again, anybody who's got a category there, they want to hear. Great. Three songs. 
Well, not that I don't love that category, but that seems so similar to the bands that I wish I was in. All right. All right. Most what? Most admired robots. Oh my gosh. I couldn't even think of three oh fictitious God. places. Uh, in what? Positions in what? In a canoe. Okay. Top. I love sitting in a canoe. Great. I love getting out of a canoe. Great. And I like looking at a canoe from afar. Great. Okay, great. Good suggestion. Right. For sure. Okay. Um, uh, tell me when to stop. What? Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Mash. Okay, stop. But I mean, I had stopped. Oh, okay. I don't like to mess too much with your math feature. Mash feature. I hope this turns out okay. This is a misunderstanding there. Mutter, mutter. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Here we go. Does anybody want to entertain anybody? Usually at this point in the podcast, I pause it so that no one has to listen to me do this. One, two, three, four, five. 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 Are they still here? One, two, three, four, five. What's the, uh, you know what I thought this game was when you have a piece of paper in your... Bit. Did you call it a dream catcher? Okay. There's a lot of uh, controversy. There's zero controversy <laughs> on the podcast about what they're called because I didn't even know they were called anything at all. I would just I be like, either. "Did you have those?" That's why things, which is yeah. very ineffective for a podcast for me to be doing this. Yeah. You know what? They've heard it before because I've said the same thing before. Okay. Cootie, ca- cootie catcher. What does that mean? One two. Discuss. <laughs> one two three four. Five, one, two, three, four. Oh, is this, you're telling my future from this? Three, four, okay. Five, one, two, oh. three, four, five. What? Someone's, someone's about to tell. One, two, three, four, five. What's happened over there? If Chris, Gaines, if Chris oh, Gaines is anywhere on that piece of paper. I promise you he's not. No, he's definitely not. One, two, three, four. We're very close, guys. We're very close. Thanks for hanging in there. Oh, I'm very happy about that. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. It's taking me a lot not to. mm. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. I've really screwed this up for sure. Um, uh, I wasn't even paying attention. I was trying. You crossed everything out. I crossed everything out. Let's start over. (laughs) Um, All right. Here's the thing. I gotta, t- I gotta rip the bandit off for myself because all I'm gonna be thinking this entire time is that you didn't end up with me. You ended up with Reggie Watts. Oh, and he's right backstage. He was. I don't know if he's. You he probably... stayed back there the whole time. <laughs> I doubt it. He got the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So Reggie Watts. That's gonna be fun. Yep. Um, some of the things that you'll enjoy uh, doing with Reggie. Everyone knows you guys both get everywhere by unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment to enjoy that image. <laughs> that surprised if we were like if we saw Reggie we'd be like hey Reg he's on a unicycle well of course he is just in terms of like no that's not surprising the next brilliant amazing thing like oh for sure he's like an amazing unicyclist okay even though we shit all over unicyclists just moments ago uh okay um another person you're gonna hang out with 
I'm going to go ahead and add this in. I was about to say something, but you guys can all imagine this yourselves. But the, the late, great Angela Davis okay, also had a similar hair to yes. Reggie. Can we agree on that? Two awesome friends. A couple of beautiful froze. Two awesome new friends. Um, well, Reggie's already my friend. Davis is great. No. Also, and uh, this is, this is the, this very girly thing to say about somebody who uh, is extremely important politically um, and in, in the world of literature as well, uh, but, uh, but Angela Davis, very stylish. Absolutely. Right? Was it, Bless you. I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> when in doubt, <laughs> bless. Yeah. When in doubt, bless. When in doubt. Um, uh, this looks like it says penguins. I'm pretty sure we'd never discuss penguins. So I just got to get to the bottom of what that says. Oh, oh. So when somebody uh, looks at you guys askance Mm -hmm. on your unicycles, you will ride away and simply say, that person was incredibly pernicious. Like it? It's back in a big way. Um... I don't know how you. I don't know if you can unicycle your way all the way to Atlantis. That sounds drowny. But um, also, apparently, you can breathe underwater because that's where your vacation home is. That's awesome. Atlantis. That's. I'm excited. Atlantis. What if? Isn't there like a resort none of us would want to go to called Atlantis? Just. In, what do you mean? A resort? Like like? Isn't it like sandals oh, in the Bahamas? Like, yeah, it probably is. Yeah. We, I'm saying we wouldn't Someone go there. Not it's amazing. Go there. Sandals. I was saying we would just go someplace that was like, you know, we would, we would yeah, all it would just be rent a tiny a cabin together, all of us. Yeah. It would be more private than Atlantis. Yeah, I feel like Atlantis, in my situation, is just a golf course somewhere <laughs> with a couple homes next to it. Also underwater. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I, listen, maybe you're going to be the thing that pushes us over the top for me and I become a fan because you are going to be playing with replacements. Okay, awesome. Which is exciting. Suddenly, I'm real interested in them. Real interested. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy pause. Oh, side note, you have a shack in Atlantis. That's kind of a bummer. When did I pick shack? That's MASH. Mansion, apartment, shack, house. (laughs) I can't control it. I can't control it. (sighs) Wow. Shack. Um, That just takes us to the final two. I saved the best for last. Uh, I want you to know that you are responsible for bringing the great shoe library of Portland to the people. That was my best one. That's the most realistic one. For someone who's preoccupied with how dirty her own hands are, the idea of slipping your foot into a recently worn, (laughs) possibly sweaty shoe. (laughs) Yeah. Is there like a weird seal? Is it like those toilet seat covers that like automatically oh, recover themselves? That's just themselves? going in a circle. Yeah. That Nobody is just trusts going in a that. circle. Nobody trusts that at all. No. Yeah. That's disgusting. And also, yeah, for sure. It's so shoe library. Shoe library is basically that toilet seat going in a circle. That's right. It's a toilet. It's a toilet for your shoe. <laughs> it's a to, it's a toilet for your, for your foot. foot. Gross. Amazing. That's like bo- bowling shoes or toilets for your feet. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. That's why you got to buy your own bowling shoes. If you bowl. Or not. <laughs> Listen, let's finish this up with the category everybody's dying to know. What canoe position? <laughs> I won't sleep tonight if I don't know. You're never even getting in. Yes. That's- Looking at a canoe. Knowing that you're not getting in and someone else maybe will be. That's a metaphor for everything right, right? there. Right? Yeah. Isn't yes. it? 
Yes. Um, guys, this has been such a pleasure and a joy. Wow, that's a really three minutes still. I'm not going to uh, take up any more of your precious time. It's probably dark out. If it's not, really get out and enjoy that sunshine. Just um, Yeah, unicycle your way over to the shoe library. Get there. ASAP. It's got a big skylight. You can't miss it because the sun streams down in so you can see the beads of perspiration on the shoes. Um, please uh, give it up for the very, 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 very wonderful Carrie Brown. Janet Varney. What a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Well, I'm almost done with this. Um... Thanks, guys. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 